I like this. This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. Nice. Um, I'm definitely leaving that face. Uh, good, you should. That's you should. Like your normal face. It is. This is yeah, your this fake is, face. Yeah, this is my this is my show face. This is my yeah. camera face. So we're gonna talk about anger this week. So we talked about being positive, not being negative yeah. last week. So I felt good, you know, kind of expound a little bit on the whole negative side, and mm-hmm. the negative side a lot is anger. Yeah. So you know, a lot a lot of people, including myself, sometimes get angry very easily or upset or yeah i think i get angry more at the little stuff than big stuff dude i was i was cutting the grass yesterday and i have a corded um like an extension cord blower it has to be plugged in well i'm blowing and and you know it's like a 50 foot extension cord and it's getting stuck on everything it's getting stuck behind the tires while i get done blowing off the yard and i storm into the house and i said ashley order me a and I'm mad. I said, order me a cordless blower. I was like, I'm sick of doing this cord one. It's ticking me off and blah, blah, blah. And I was mad. And so I walked back in after that. And she goes, do you want to try that again? Yeah. Do you want to try that again? I was like, yeah, I was a little upset, you know, that time. And yeah. so I apologized. And Anchor, man, it sneaks up on you sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? Um, so when we were, we went to uh, South Carolina, uh-huh. to Charleston, um, you know, a couple months back. And um, on the way back, my worst, my biggest pet peeve is traffic. So getting stuck in traffic. Oh yeah. And I'm typically okay, you know, um, you know, as long as we're still moving, as long as we don't stop. So I'm kind of getting upset because we keep having to stop and and all that on and all that awesome traffic stuff. Right. But then we started running to the Smoky Mountains, and I'm in a, a van. I've never driven a van in the Smoky Mountains, and it's not a you know it's a van that I've never driven or anything anywhere, um, and it's like incredibly windy. There's so much wind everywhere, and I'm getting like there was no wind before coming into the right. Smoky Mountains, and now there's just wind coming through those mountains like it's crazy. So it's trying to throw me all mm-hmm. over the road, and and I started to get upset, and I I yelled at the wind, and I'm like, are you kidding me, wind? And my wife looked at me and was like, did you just yell at the? Did you just get mad at the wind? As a matter of fact, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Did. Yeah, I told that wind to he, get lost. Yeah, and what did it? What happened? It did nothing. And did nothing. It did nothing, and that's what we're gonna talk about. That's a great point too. Anger does nothing. It does nothing. So you know we're gonna um, read a passage that I like a lot. You know, there's, there's a lot in here that's not just about anger, but about listening and, and that stuff. But mm-hmm. it does apply to what we're talking about. But but Phil, what's something that makes you the angriest? You think? Oh gosh. Little things. It's never. It's rarely big things. Mm-hmm. It's things that are completely controllable, completely uh, not a big deal at all ever. Mm-hmm. It's the. It's almost like every time I get angry, it's almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. It's like why, like shoes in the hallway or something that's like so <laughs> tiny it doesn't make any sense why I'm getting mad about it. So I'd say definitely the things that I get most frustrated about or angry about are the small things that really don't. Yeah, don't matter. And, and I say I would say that you know obviously for myself too, um, and I think that's true for a lot of people. Yeah, I think anger a lot of time is is an expression that has built up over time. Yeah, um, if that makes sense. Yep. You know, there's a lot of little things, maybe a major things going on, and you're trying to keep it together the best you can, and then like you said, that one small thing. Yeah. Um, s- tends to send people over the edge, whether that's you know having a cord behind you. Yeah. While you're trying yeah. To, <laughs> blow grass or whatever um so you know that's so it's kind of funny you know because i've i i before i was a believer in Mm -hmm. christ 
I think I struggled with anger a lot more. I got very upset. I had a, a pretty big temper. Yeah. Um, and you know when I when after I got saved, I, you know God has mellowed me out a lot mm-hmm. from where I used to be. But there's still those little things like traffic or right. Um, I know a lot of people would say like road rage and stuff like that. And um, and then you, I it's it's so funny to me because. You know, I'll be going through and I'll hit every red light and I'll start to get mad. I'll start to get upset. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like, can one of these just be green for yeah. once in my life? Yeah. And then I'll blame the car who stopped, you know, on that side. <laughs> it's like, you're the reason why yeah. I have to yeah. stop now. And, you know, after every time they go, you know, I hit that red light over and over again. And I, and I always, the Holy Spirit kind of kicks me a little bit. And he's like, and, and he's always like, are you kidding me? Yeah. He's like, and it kind of humbles me to a certain perspective, mm-hmm. you know, that you're getting angry over this, yeah. you're getting upset over this. And I think there's so many things that we get upset and mad and we take it out on other people yeah. and, um, when we shouldn't be getting mad at them at all. Yeah, because a lot of times I have nothing to do with it. I will, you know, kind of preface this too with anger. A lot of times anger leads to sin. Mm-hmm. And Ephesians 4.26 says, be angry but do not sin. Yeah. So we have this human emotion that God has given us to be angry about certain things, but when we take it out on somebody else and we allow that anger to lead to sin or lead to something stupid that somebody, ha- you know, blame it on somebody else, yeah. it's it's silly. Yeah. So to be angry inherently of itself is not mm-hmm. bad. That emotion is is there, but it's where we let anger lead us. Yeah, and, and a lot of times, you know, anger, you know, that leads to malice and mm-hmm. slander and those negative things we talked about last week. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a lot of examples in the Bible. We know God gets angry yeah. when we sin. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets angry at injustice. He gets angry at evil, and, yeah. and rightfully so. Yep. He's the rightful judge. Um, but we also see through scriptures, what is he slow to anger? Yes. He abounds in love. He's slow to anger. He's compassionate. He's merciful. He's... He, he, he abounds in grace. All those things. We see this kind of two-part. And, and honestly, you know, it's it's such a balance with God that we can never obviously achieve because he is God and yeah. we're human. We make mistakes. We're going to mess up. We're going to get angry when we shouldn't. But God never does that. He's our example yeah. when it comes to anger. Mm-hmm. And, and you see, you know, don't let the sun go down yep. on you when you're angry. Yep. All that type of stuff. You know, you see throughout Scripture, you see Jesus. What does he do with the, the money changing tables? He, he, he comes in there mm-hmm. and he flips them. He takes yeah. your business. You know, all that type of stuff. You see, so there's this balance that you have to have when it comes to anger. And the balance is you can't sin. Yep. And, yep. and many times we fail at that. We do. Because, because as soon as we're angry, the devil whispers in your ear, explode. Yeah. Go above and beyond. Sin, yep. do this, do that. And, and because we're angry, we're not listening to the Holy Spirit because many times anger is drowning out that voice. Yeah, exactly, because in Ephesians 4.26 it says, Be angry, do not sin. Then it goes on to say, Do not give place for the devil. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, it's extreme because something so small, I mean, it can set you off and, and it just leads down this, this very narrow path of or this wide path of destruction to, you know, we let an emotion rule. Mm-hmm. our life we let uh an emotion take hold and take charge of everything that we do and we and we can blame it oh i was angry you know you look at people who yell at their spouses or beat their children or whatever they have an excuse for it they and it's because they let the emotion take over 
the situation mm-hmm. instead of them taking over the emotion. Yeah, and there's never been a moment, really, that really, no matter the emotion, whether yeah. it's anger or something else, that it's ever been a good thing when that emotion takes over. Mm-hmm. Because you don't think. Emotion puts you in a spot when you allow it to take over you. Yeah. You're not thinking. Mm-hmm. You're going to do something. And, and how many times have you been there where you've, you've been angry and you've said something? Yeah. You're like, you stop for a minute. It's like, wow, I did not mean that. Yep. I did not mean yep. to say but that. But at the time you did, and yeah. then you're like, darn it. And uh, it's so hard to take those words yeah. back. And you We're, can't. And because regardless of, you know, people, when you say those things to people, they don't forget about it. Mm-hmm. They might forgive you at the time or, you know, as you guys talk it out. Um, but they don't forget that you, you reacted this way. And so they might be, I mean, there's, there's so many, it's a huge domino effect that, you say one thing out of anger and then it affects your relationship with that person for the rest of your life. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. You know, and and especially, I mean, hopefully a brother and sister or a brother and brother, sister, sister in Christ can, can resolve any issues or, or, or mistakes Mm -hmm. they've made. But you imagine if you're going and you have a friend who doesn't, who doesn't believe Mm -hmm. and you're trying to work and, and you're trying to do, and he sees you or she sees you get angry and explode the more the, the likelihood of you being able to speak you know words of wisdom godly wisdom in their life is going to be very small yeah. that they're going to listen to you because you know who are you the same yeah. person that would explode in right. anger and they're going to say see i knew that this jesus thing i knew that this church thing i knew that this christian thing was no different than us yeah. you're no different than yeah. than us um, and and that's such a thing you know that's why i like the book of james a lot because he kind of puts it in kind of a blunt perspective when, yeah. t- when he's talking about, like we mentioned yeah. last week with the tongue, the taming the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, here we see a different thing. And Phil, why don't you read verses 19 through 21 sure. of, of chapter 1. Yeah, James 1, 19 says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for, ra- for the wrath of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow the wicked and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, uh, verse twenty-two says, "Do not merely listen to the world, and so to see uh, to the word, uh, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, and." You know, I love this passage. My vine in verse 19, um, after it says, you know, my dear brothers and sisters, says, take note of this. And, and I kind of like that, you know, not for any sp- particular yeah. reason, but it kind of like sets it apart. What I'm about to say, you better listen to yeah. it and you better, you better apply it to your mm-hmm. life. And he says, everyone should be quick to listen. Yeah. How, how many people are really quick to listen? You know, it's. And that's such an interesting thing to me, you know, quick to listen and slow to speak. You know, there's some times I have to kind of watch myself a little bit. You know, a lot of times when someone is is sharing their mm-hmm. concerns or their burdens, I'm, I'm very, I want to think of the, the next advice I'm going to give this person, you know, to try to help them. Because, you know, good intentions, I want to try to help right, them. Right, right. Um, but sometimes you need to just be quick to listen yeah. and slow to speak. Mm-hmm. Listen so that you can allow the Holy Spirit to actually be the voice that comes out. And hopefully that makes sense to those of you that are watching and listening if you're believers because if you're not quick to listen and you're not slow to speak, 
you're, 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 you're probably not listening to the Holy Spirit trying mm-hmm. to maybe try to speak through you to this person or whoever. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and here's something, too, to kind of to maybe help us draw a connection to what this is saying. Have you ever just tried, maybe your not intentions are not like this, but razz each other up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You kind of someone has a problem like oh yeah that's a you know that's a big problem that's a big issue and um yeah you should be upset about that mm-hmm. you should be angry about fuel in the fire and now, you're, yeah. now you're starting to get mad about it. yeah yeah we should do something about this and you're kind of building this mm-hmm. this fire up like you said um <coughs> but if a per, if you're if you're if you're quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry yeah you're probably not gonna do that's that. true and something I, I i've told ashley i've told a few people at work they bring they bring an issue a trial something that you know they're going on and on and i tell them the more you talk about this the more real mm-hmm. it becomes the more of a problem the problem hasn't changed it's just you're magnifying yeah how small that issue is because you keep talking about exactly. it you keep bringing it up mm-hmm. you keep you won't let it go and because you want it to be an issue and this specifically is talking about when you're faced with those trials that's why he's saying you know if, if you know you look at the uh, uh an overruling of Roe v. Wade, the abortion overruling. Praise God for it. Mm-hmm. But I've had a couple conversations at work with people about about yeah. it, as you can imagine, and they get fired up. There was a, a grown man who was almost in tears because our freedoms were being taken away and this, that, and the other. And it's like, if we reacted the exact same way and said, oh, we hate everybody and we did all these things, or if we agreed and, and went on and went based solely on emotion, for what? But, you know, they, they constantly look to us as Christians to uh, argue with us. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people, and I, th- and I know you realize this, and I know a lot of you watching and listening realize this, a lot of people bring up issues to elicit a response out of yeah. us. They want us to react in a certain way. And that's why James is saying, listen. Be quick to listen, slow to anger, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Uh, and the reason we're slow to do those things is so that the wrath of man does not produce, or for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. If we are get allowing ourselves in the flesh and in the spirit to get worked up about something that somebody else is saying or somebody else is bringing up, we are not going to produce the righteousness of God in that conversation, which in turn can blow our witness. It can blow our relationship, um, it can, and it can make us say things. You know, it gives us, it gives room to the devil and a yeah. place for the devil, mm-hmm. which ultimately leads to destruction. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, you know, with the verse twenty here, it says because human anger does not produce the mm-hmm. righteousness of God, mm-hmm. you know, or the wrath of yeah. our human wrath. You know, when I think about that, and I think about all the times that I've gotten angry, it hasn't produced anything. No, it's produced nothing. You know, and there's been so many times that I thought it did. I thought because I was angry and upset, you know, because it, it almost makes you feel good to, to vent or mm-hmm. whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, I don't really believe in venting, yeah. but that's just my own personal opinion. But, um, you know, but you imagine those times that I was so quick to be angry so quick to to be upset or whatever if i would have actually been quick to listen and slow to speak yeah and slow to become angry 
what those moments could have produced because those are the moments that actually produce something. Mm-hmm. That's what I see in this in this passage. If you don't do those three things that it's talking about, you're not going to produce anything. You're not mm-hmm. going to produce any righteousness or any 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 Christ-like living because mm-hmm. that's the opposite of Christ. Yeah. But if, you know, if I do these three things, what they can actually produce. Yeah. And I think that's such a cool thing. And then, you know, the, he goes on and says, therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. You know, yeah. not only, you know, sometimes we look at these, uh, we look at the word of God so separate from us. But I like what he says here, you know, to accept the, accept the word planted in you. Yeah. When you, when you receive Christ and, and you have the Holy Spirit, the word of God is now implanted in you, you know? So, yeah. And the reason why I say it like that and why I even brought that up was because many people say, I just can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. I just, that's just who I am. I'm just an angry person. Yeah. I'm just, I just get upset easily. I have a, I have a high temper. That's just the way that I was made, the way I was born Mm -hmm. or whatever. That's not true. No, that's That's, who you were. Yeah. That's who they were, especially if they're Mm -hmm. believers. And, and that's why I like, you know, this piece that's added there towards the end, you know, that same word of God that saved your life in salvation still can do an amazing sanctification mm-hmm. work. And that's sort of what's being talked mm-hmm. about. You know, you're so quick to, you were so quick to become angry. You weren't, you weren't. Um, slow to listen you weren't you know any of the things we're talking about here but now because the word because god has implanted his word inside you you can now do these things you couldn't do these things before but now because the spirit of god dwells inside you you can actually do those things and i think that's so cool and and i and, and i just want people to understand yeah don't let let the excuse to say this is just the way I've always been mm-hmm. be the thing that stops God from actually changing your life. And that's that's so true because, you know, everything we do is a choice. God chose to love us. He chose that. That was a choice first. He chose love. So he chose to send Jesus Christ to die on the cross for us. When we act out of anger, when we act out of rage, malice, whatever it may be, we have the choice to act in that manner versus acting in a godly a manner that produces righteousness yeah. we don't all we don't oftentimes think about it. and it takes practice mm-hmm. to you know revert everything or, or change our old way of thinking from from dead in sin to alive in christ it takes it's not a it's not a reset button and everything's wiped you know clean it's 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 a it's a constant yeah. sanctification of okay let's get yeah. better about this mm-hmm. let's oh, okay i messed up this time next time i'll be better and then you get better next time yeah but it is a choice that we have and that's why he's telling us hey listen first mm-hmm. speak second so that you know it does not produce uh anger or mm-hmm. wrath and then like i said you know with my in verse 19 it says take note of this yeah and in at least my version that's what it says take note of this and it's almost like when i'm thinking of take note of this it's a reminder mm-hmm. it's that daily reminder yeah. when you put a note into your phone or whatever you know to remind you mm-hmm. and this is something like you were talking about you have to continually to remind yourself it's not a one and done thing right you know you just you just you know say oh now it's in me i'm never going to be you know 
slow to ang- you know mm-hmm. angry fast or no- nothing like that yeah, yeah. you know you, i'm now going to do these things no yeah. you, it's a process it, you have to allow this you have to be like i remember this scripture yeah and this is what i'd say also because i've had moments um where other people have done this um to me and it changes it is a different it changes the way that i look about when they responded in anger people's been angry and said something but then not very long later they repent and they come to me and they say wow I shouldn't have got upset. Mm-hmm. The quick the, the quicker you are in repenting and asking for forgiveness, I think a lot of times it's easier for the the relationship to be restored. Yes, I believe so. You know, if you sit there and wait, you know, you know you messed up, you know you shouldn't have got angry, you know you shouldn't have said the things you said. If you continue to wait and allow that to just harbor and and, and become, you know, worse off yeah, I mean you you would hope not, but the more likely they're not gonna listen when you come back mm-hmm. and ask for forgiveness. Yep. You know you'd hope their brother and sister would, but it, I'm talking about even beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know in the worldly in a worldly standard, you know you at work, if if someone were to to get upset at you, which they might have mm-hmm. before, they do. Um, and if they're if they come, I feel like, to you quicker than just waiting for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. You're more likely to be like, okay, they they messed up, they got angry. You know, we all get angry, we yeah. all mess up. You know what's you know what's funny is there was a lady who got on, so I didn't have any control over. It. She started yelling at me about when she first got in my department. She'd been with the company for a while, so she felt you know entitled and a voice to to speak. And I try and give that voice to everybody in my department. And I don't mind if they want to get upset, but there's a way to do it and way not to do. Well, she was worked up about some employee whose job she took was still on the floor working, blah, 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 and she's cussing at me, this, that, and the other. You know what I told her? And something that I found out, doesn't always work, but sometimes it does, is I called her on it. I said, why are you, first off, why are you talking to me like that? I said, this is not how I, this is not, if you expect a result out of this, this isn't how I operate. And I called her on it, and she was worked up, she was fired up. Well, a little bit later in the day, she comes up to me, with tears in her eyes and said, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to act this way. You know, she's like, that's how I normally react. And that's how she got responses out of people. You know, mm-hmm. she tried so the torch and pitchfork method. Let's go burn this place down. Let's get a mob and get people worked up. I don't respond like that. So when I called her on it, because I don't know that she would have come to me and said, hey, I'm sorry for acting this way. But when she realized what, how I was not going to react or how my, you know, my boundaries were set as, you know, I, I'll talk to you about anything, but talk to me. Don't yell at me. Don't do these things. Don't, don't be angry with me about something I have no control over. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. And so calling people or even going, you know, if they're not going to apologize, going to them later and say, hey, have you thought about the way you talk to me or have you thought about the way you handled this situation and going to them and bringing it up? Because I guarantee they're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's just they're being stubborn mm-hmm. about admitting that they were wrong or about admitting uh, that they that they were uh, acting out of anger, whatever it may be. Yeah. But bringing it up to them, I think, is just as powerful mm-hmm. um, as them you know, apologizing because at the, the end goal is to not say you're right or I'm right. It's, okay, let's talk about why you acted this way and yeah. do you think you were wrong in it. Not to say told you so or not to say well you should listen to me it's just no let's make sure that this doesn't happen next time with a brother and sister in christ the husband wife it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. being able to talk about and being able to bring up the actions of you know hey this did lead to sin this Mm -hmm. did this isn't what ephesians says to do you can be angry but not to sin and girl you 
you blew it that time. How mm-hmm. can we get better? How can we move on and, and not let anger take control of the situation yeah. for the next time? You know, there's a story. It's kind of a funny story um, that my mom used to always tell me. And I just thought it was, was just the funniest thing. But so um, she has, a, you know, two sisters and, and a brother. And um, one of her sisters uh, and her had, so you'd walk up the stairs. And there'd be a room straight. And then two rooms, you know, left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would, many times, the, the brother was younger uh, than the girls. They would come and they would just start making fun of him. And he his room was straight up the steps. Okay. And they would make fun of him, try to get him razzed up, try to get him angry. And he would get so mad, he would charge at him. Well, <laughs> they would stand in front of the steps and facing his room. And he, he, he got mad so bad some one time um that he charged at them and he couldn't stop and he charged down straight the down the steps and and i would i think of that story and it's such a funny story but it's it kind of it kind of has a good application that anger can really blind you sometimes yeah, it sure can sometimes you can get so angry that you're just charging through life and you didn't see the staircase that was right mm-hmm. in front of you and you mm-hmm. take a big fall and you know it when you fall. You do. And it isn't good, and it doesn't feel good, and, and it's, it's just not a good thing. Um, and you can't take the fall back. You can't take the bruises back. You can't take any of that back. So, you know, it's such an important thing to, to listen to what this verse says. Yeah. you gotta be, you got to be quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to speak. And slow to become angry, and you got to listen to the word that is that God has implanted inside of right. you, right? Implanted inside of your soul. And then in verse twenty-two, like I read, that was an additional thing, but I, I thought it was you know such a good thing is don't do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Mm-hmm. Actually, do what the word of God says yep. about anger. You know, do it in a righteous way if you're gonna do it, and and, and that comes out when you are slow to. <laughs> Slow to speak right. and quick to listen. Right. You know, but then it says whoever, um, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. I mm-hmm. always love that verse because I think it's so funny because that's something I can picture in my head. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what color is my hair? Yeah. Yeah. What, what color are my eyes? Yep. Um, because, and the reason why it's so funny is because it's silly. And, and listening to the word, not listening to the word of yeah. God and applying it to your life is silly. Yep. It's a silly thing not to do if God so graciously gave it. Um, so th- that just, you know, that's kind of my final thought to anger is, is, is like what you talked about in Ephesians. Don't let the devil have a foothold. Mm-hmm. Don't let the, the devil rule your life. And he can easily rule it by making you angry. Yeah. By allowing any of your emotions to go haywire. Yep. haywire you know, and, and, and just remember that the word of God is not something to just read. It's something to apply to your life. Yep, and absolutely. when you actually do it, wow, do you see changes yeah, you, in your you life. Do. Because like you I do. said, I used to be a pretty angry person. Mm-hmm. I, used to, I used to blow up, have huge tempers, throw things at walls, punch walls, you know, anything. But because I've allowed the word of God to change me, I'm not that person no more. Right. And I, and, and I, and I know and, and I know 100% if you do the same, he'll do that for you. Yeah, he will. He will. Because his word's the same for everybody. Absolutely. And I'd say, you know, my final thought is with emotion, with anger specifically, I realize that it is a lot easier to 
choose anger, to be negative, to allow your emotions to take over than it is to take hold of those emotions. So my encouragement for you is let, allow God to sanctify you. Allow him to help you when, it's, when you're making those choices on how you're going to react to whatever feeling you're going through. And I think that for the Christian, if, if we believe God's word and we're new creations in Christ, the the excuse of, oh, that's just how I am, or God made me this way, it's not going to fly. You need to grow up and, and really take hold of what you're doing and take responsibility of your actions, your word choice, um, and really take verse, uh, James chapter 1, verse 19 to heart mm-hmm. and be uh, slow to hear or quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger so that we might produce righteousness, mm-hmm. godly righteousness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our weekly verse is James one nineteen, which says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone uh, should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, amen. And um, so that concludes our episode for this week. Um, next, uh, next, uh, not next week. Couple weeks, huh? Yeah, couple weeks. Um, you know, we'll have a guest on to talk about fatherhood and his kids and, and, and how to be a Christian father. So that will be a good, um, be a three-person uh, podcast. So that's a little different. So so tune in when that comes out on the first. We call it a tri-podcast. Yeah, tri-podcast. What do we call this? Uh, just bi-podcast. Bi-podcast. Yeah, two. Thanks for listening to <laughs> No, but that does include our episode this week. If you like this episode, um, if you want to share it, that would be a blessing to us. Always thank you for listening. See you.